Welcome back, guys. So, oh, we're gonna talk with your girl Maya. You're, you already know what it is. It's Tati. And it's your boy Drizzy Dre with two Z's. Back in this thing like no tomorrow. Y'all like that one? Y'all like that one? Then we gotta get used to the switch of every time. <laughs> nah, but y'all like that one, didn't you? You did. It's you cute. did. I know. It's cute. It's cute. Or whatever. <laughs> oh, whatever. You already know. Like me. Discussion. Tati's losing a favorite. You already know. That's okay. Yeah, because she'd be like, but the year. Oh, Brooklyn. <laughs> of course. You know the vibe. <laughs> Listen, if y'all ever want to know, if y'all ever, like, have a picture of what Tati is, think of, like, a fro with a crop top, some baggy jeans, and some butters. That's Tati. When did the crop, where did the crop top come into play? I like, can I really know. You, I've never seen see my sisters in a crop top. <laughs> nah, you could, I could see her look, rocking, like, an Aaliyah vibe. You know, with, like, the white, uh, with, the, like, the white uh, tank top crop with the baggy jeans and some butter. That's Poppy. I, I don't see Poppy her in a bralette first before I see her in a crop top. But she, no, but remember she did wear a bralette when she wore that, um, remember when she had That's that photo with the suit? That's what I just said, bro. No, I thought you said that you never seen her in one. No, I said I, I would see her in a bralette first before I ever see her in a crop top. Well, I was thinking just a crop top tank top. That's what I was thinking of. It's like the same concept. You should let me dress you one day, brother. Absolutely not. I did it once before. Yeah, but... Um, and that's why she mm, said no. Excuse me. She still has that dress. I didn't, I didn't say no. You're all crying. <laughs> I just, I just didn't say anything. I just was like, mm, mm, okay. Be my what? Mm. Be my what? Mm. First of all, I, first of all, she still has that whole. I literally, thing. I literally didn't say anything. Listen. Yeah, don't be putting words in that girl mouth. Yeah, I just be, yeah, I just be making things so dramatic. <laughs> well. You know, it'd be like that sometimes. Anyways, how was y'all back? It's been hot. That's what it's been. It's been very hot. Yeah, I'm like, ooh, this heat. Mm. I'm taking L's. Right. Right, and then not to be able to go to the pool. I just don't like heat in general. So when it is hot, I'm right. like, this is yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, but yeah, y'all realize it's summertime, right? Yes. Like, yes. It, it, and I I'm don't like, like it. It's like this every summer. Y'all should be like, you know, like, oh, it's hot. No. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's summertime. First I mean, of all, it's, it's first normal. Of all. Yeah, it's no, summertime, it's... but not when it's like a hundred <laughs> degrees outside. That's Bro, not this normal. Is not normal. Okay. That and is normal. It's summertime. First of all, it's nah, always the hottest because month. everything is locked down. Lo- no, a pool or nothing. I'm like, I'm dying. July. <laughs> July is actually the hottest month if you think about it. August mm-hmm. is when it's transitioning. No, that's September. More or less. Yeah, that but like meaning at the end of August, transitioning into September. Not even, not even because you know, no, because mm. remember there's still Labor Day, and it'd be hot as hell on Labor Day, and that's in September. All right. Okay. That's why they say not, but that that's why they say when you go to the beach, like in July, the water's still cold, but because it's so high in August, that's when the the water rises and it's hot. That's why it's best to go to the beach in August because that's when the water is warm. I will never be in a beach. I will never set foot in that area. So this okay. Well, not in New York. York. Like New, New York water is like, uh huh. Oh no, you could you could catch some type of disease up in that water. That, that's just a flowing STD. Okay. I'm good. You'll catch me you on the boardwalk. 
Nah, you need you a body count like to get into New York City water. I'm actually on vacation right now. I'm at a beach house. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Mm-hmm. You, did, you did tell me that. Uh, yeah, it's summertime. I got to live my best life, my best summer life, because, you know, it's already August. And it feel like this was the worst summer ever. We couldn't do nothing. Summer, summer, yeah, summer. facts. But, so but it's not like we can travel anywhere anyway, because you know the US is banned going anywhere. I still travel, I don't care. You would. I know you would. Even though we not sure allowed. Who said Mexico's open? You could travel to Mexico. Mexico is like right down, uh, literally across the border of California. All you gotta do is just drive. Uh, drive from where? If you're in California. Right. Well, <laughs> like for you, you I gotta take a right? plane. And no, you cannot, See? like, the only way you could drive to Mexico from California is if you're going to, like, Tijuana. If you're going to, like, I, like certain islands in Mexico, you cannot drive there. I have nothing to contribute to this conversation. Can you go from Texas? To Mexico? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can, but like the more the touristy areas like um like Cancun and stuff, you can't just drive there. <laughs> you gotta hop on a plane. Ah, gotcha. mm-hmm. So Let's get into these topics. Into these topics. Into these topics. Let's talk about. <laughs> Let's leave off with from what the last episode. Last episode we talked about Megan. What happened with her recorded name? Let's talk about how Miss Drea decided Ooh. to do a little joke joke. A little joke joke. And they definitely strip her quick of her fancy savage brand. They like, I don't. So quick, her edges is gone. I don't understand mm-hmm. how people can make light of this situation. Like, Megan, like, got shot. That's not a funny thing. At all. Like, how do y'all really, how do people really make a joke mm-hmm. out of that? Like, Shorty got shot mm-hmm. in her foot. A foot. Oh. And on top of that, it yeah. was a shot. Like, imagine if Tori didn't do that. Imagine if he actually shot her in the chest or something. Yeah. Then, would it still be funny? Like, I don't I don't understand but how people know. could be that way. For me, that personally, I don't think it was I don't think it was an issue of the joke that she made or I don't think it was a joke direct well yeah it was a joke directed at the situation but I think it was a matter of like she didn't think before she spoke because she was more so talking about domestic violence in a way where it's like okay like somebody like it, it was provoked in a, in a certain type of way but it was like a joke of like okay well every every relationship got this or whatever, referring to domestic violence, and I think that's where she, that's where she messed up, because it's like one when we're talking about domestic violence, like they say that ten percent of the cases that people come out with about domestic violence is false, and people tend to like focus just on that ten percent, like oh okay, like these women are lying. Because it's not true that about, but that's only ten percent. But people forget that ninety percent of the time, they really did go through something. So it's like I right. think when she made that joke, she just she wasn't she didn't think about it. She did she like she she focused on trying to make light of the situation rather than taking it seriously. Because at the end of the day, um, like when you have like when you have males, right? 
And mm -hmm. most people take men seriously. And if a male was to be like, oh, like, so-and-so happened, you're going to believe them firsthand. But when it comes to women, nobody really takes them serious. Like, they could say, oh, we went through, um, they could say, oh, we went through something serious. We went through domestic violence. We went through this. We went through that. We've been raped. We've been um, everything. And everybody's going to make an excuse as to why they deserved it, or they're going to make an excuse as to why it's not true. And that's how it is with women. And I think that's why a lot of people will sit here and say, like, we need to protect, like, black women specifically because nobody tends to take them seriously. Right. That's my thought. I mean, I agree on that. But then on top of that, I feel, that I feel like, I feel like Drea never knows what to say at the right moment because she calls, she had, she caused controversy before when she had that clothing line and she used the the derogatory term for um, gay people, F A G S. I completely forgot about that. So it's like she is she not thinking at all? Is she just saying at things? This point, and, to me, I just feel like she's or does she or does she just want to take wild a, shit to get clout? I feel like she's I don't thinking think it's about clout. left and right. Yeah. I don't know. I disagree that but, it's about clout. But go ahead, Tati. Oh, I was just going to say, I don't really know much about Drea. I just know that, I just know about her through make, what happened to Megan and her clothing line. I don't really pay attention mm -hmm. to her, so that's it. Drea, Drea is the Trey is the exact case as to why people have PR. Okay? Because <laughs> at the end of most, most times celebrities they really don't know what to say nor do they even think about what they're saying and that's why nine times out of ten they have somebody feeding them what to say. That's why instead of them speaking out in interviews They'll put out a statement because it's not them speaking. It's a PR person speaking for them. Now, when, like, this virus, like, this, during this pandemic, people are forced to now speak their own thoughts because now it's like, you know, a virtual thing and all stuff. Like, now you really need to speak for yourself when you're doing your interviews. So it's like, you don't really have time to sit here and plan everything out after what you're going to say because you're really not prepped for it. But this was an in person interview. Wasn't it, wasn't it done on like a, it was done on like a podcast, wasn't it? Or yeah, was it was it... in person. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, but she then she really people. needs to, then she really needs to think about what she's, what she's speaking or she needs to think about what she's saying because like, I feel like as a woman, like Drea, she's been like, I, I, if I remember correctly, she's spoken about being in domestic violence situations before, right? So to then make light of another person being in a violent and when I say domestic violence, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're in a relationship with that person. It could be anybody. It could be like a friendship. It could be like anybody that you're close to. That would be mm -hmm. that's under the umbrella of domestic violence. So I don't want anybody to um, think like I'm saying like Tori and Megan were in a relationship. It's it's just it just falls under that umbrella. But I feel like. She should not have taken light on the situation that she has personally been through. And then she only apologized after she received the backlash. After yeah, she, she apologized three the... times and everybody, and everybody was like, Shawty, no, it ain't working. I mean, yeah, cause I she, compared, genuine... she compared no, the situation to Bob, she compared the situation to Bobby and Whitney. Yeah. That's what she did. And it, I was like, where is the correlation? Because Megan nor Tori ever said that they were going out. No, right? No, that no. was never. A fact. So how how does she how, does she not think? <laughs> like no, that's not, the thing she doesn't. I'm like, dude. The, if she wasn't, if she wasn't, if she wasn't in a violence in the past then I don't know why she would make the joke that she did exactly right 
And then also behind the fact of the matter is you work for a brand with a black woman who has been through a domestic violence situation. You didn't think about right. the, the brand deals that you had. That's what I'm saying. And then to also to make life, to compare to my situation to Whitney and Bobby, you're basically saying like, okay, like everybody deserves a toxic relationship because that, it was toxic. It, it should. It, it, it was, was toxic. toxic. Like, but, and then to compare the same situation and be like, okay, well, this is, this is normal. Like, uh, no, it's not. No, it's not. Like, like, let, like huh? no. Okay. Like, relax now. Huh? But I agree with you, Maya. This she didn't really think about, she didn't think about the bigger picture. Like, you're working for a brand where the owner has been through a domestic violence situation. You ha- yourself have been through a domestic violence situation. Then on top of that, you're a woman, and you're trying to make light of a situation that has to do with another woman who was in a situation and got shot. Like, make it make sense. She didn't think about it, and that's her issue. Like, At sometimes all. she just doesn't think. But I will say, I think to play devil's advocate, we have all been in that situation. Wait, what? Every, that again? I think. I think to play devil's advocate, we've all been in a, in a situation where we heard something and we try to make light of it without thinking about the bigger picture. Like, we've, we've all been there where it's like we don't take something seriously in a way and we make light of a situation that should not be made, that should not be taken lightly. Hmm. Or is that just me? Because me, I, heard, I know I've personally done it. Like, I know I'll, like, like, something can be so serious or whatever, and I'll, like, make a, I'll make a joke out of it, and then later on, I'll be like, oh, shit, no, I shouldn't have said that. But I can I, that. <laughs> for me, personally, I don't know if I've done it before. I would have to, you're going to have to give me a minute to sit there and think about that. But um, I think overall, as a, it's specifically in the Black community, when it comes to traumatic things, we tend to use jokes as, like, a defense mechanism. Like, think about it. We joke about everything. <laughs> Instead of sitting there yeah. and dealing with the trauma and the hurt of it, we like, ha, 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 we'll make light of it. And then, mm-hmm. I feel like Megan has been, like, the first person who's like, hey, yo, relax. Like, this is not a joking matter. Like, I really did live through this. Like, this ain't no joke. I'm, this is serious. And that's really when us as a black community was like, Dang, like, like this is serious, serious. Because that that was mm-hmm. also a situation where we didn't get the whole fact until later on after all the jokes and the memes and all that stuff. They were we got like bits and pieces. Mhm. Oh, I I'm, I'm there. There was oh. news of, of one of Megan's face on someone else's body running away while Tori was sticking his head out the car and stuff like that. Didn't it, um, didn't 50 Cent post that? Yep. And that's what she went, because it's like, why are you, why is everybody making this, this is not, everybody be trying to like, I, I guess it's this generation, or not even this generation, this, the, the time that we live in, Everybody makes a joke about everything. Everybody wants to make everything into a meme. Everybody wants to go viral about something. And it's just mm-hmm. like, can y'all give it a rest? Like, if if somebody just put out a statement that they're hurting, they're shot. And if you think about it, Megan, her career is based off of, like, twerking and all that stuff, right? If she got right. shot in both of her feet, and say these bullets were to hit a vein in her feet, her career would have been, been over. Must be over. Mm-hmm. Like that's her livelihood, that like that's her signature. And if you got shot at both your feet, you can't really get down low how you used to. You can't really be on your toes like how you used to. You can't really like do a lot of things that you used to do because you just got shot in your two feet. So I think I don't think a lot of people realize that like this is her career at stake, right? Because she's and then whoever shot her in her dancing right. and all of that. And I wouldn't say that Tori shot her, but whoever shot her in her feet knew exactly what they were doing because you know that's her livelihood. Like you know, like you cannot sit here and tell me like any other place that you could shoot, you gonna shoot her directly in her two feet anywhere else. You right. Know that? That's like, what I'm like. 
and, and again, we still don't have the full information on the full story. We That's just true. know she never what she told what she told us from her her now from her recent lives that she did. Right. Like so until the cases start, we will never fully know what happened. Right. My prayers go out to her. I hope she has a speedy recovery. And when she's ready to talk, I hope that we can all, you know, stand by her and support her. And that's that. Yeah. that that's a traumatic feeling that um, someone can go through. On to the next topic. We're going to talk, let's, since we're talking about mental health and traumatic stuff that happened, talk about Tamar. What do y'all think about what's going on in Tamar's situation? No word. Is she, is, when you mentioned Tamar, are you talking, are you talking about her message to her husband? No, um, I think she's talking about her suicide attempt. Mm hmm. Oh, ah. I read something totally different than on the shade room because I thought oh. when you mentioned Tamar that you were talking about the video that she made with her husband or something like that. Her fiance. She made a video. Fiance. Yeah. She uh, she, she had like a. Just thanking her. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Dobby. No, I was just gonna. I was gonna say exactly what she said. Like she wrote a heartfelt message. About her fiance on Instagram, and that was basically mm-hmm. it. That's what I thought mm-hmm. y'all were talking about. I didn't know that she attempted suicide. Yeah, because she yeah. was in the hospital because she felt like she felt like she was be she felt like she was a slave to um We TV, and that they were portraying her in a light that wasn't her, and they wouldn't let her out of her contract and all of that, and they were basically just working her and all that stuff. So she felt like the only way that she could get out was to, you know, end it all. So that's, and it, for me, to even get into that mindset where it's like, you feel so stuck that the only way to get out is to like, end your life. That, that, that's to tell you how serious this industry is. Like, this industry does not care about nothing else but making money. So, exactly. <laughs> I, well, hey. go ahead. Oh, and, and the press release that WeTV released without even actually speaking to her management is crazy to me. How they let her talk yeah. about, oh, after speaking to her management, we decided to go with her wishes and let her go. And she's like, no one spoke That's to not. my management or me. But y'all are but using this mean? situation for a new light. Like, you should have seen what they even did before that, though. When, um... Because her show was about to come out, and then this whole situation happened, right? And remember, mm-hmm. Tamar, she had put out a statement that she was a slave to WeTV. But then WeTV tried, like while she, like while she was in the hospital or whatever, WeTV put out the, um, they put out the trailer for the show. And then after that, they had put out another video, um, talking about her boyfriend's or her fiance's um, behavior on the show. So they were trying right. to switch the blame to her. Uh, fiance versus taking accountability for themselves. I'm like, no. She straight out said, this is why I'm upset. This is why I feel the way I do. It's because of you guys. And now you're, like, you're putting out, you're putting out statements to save ass. You're trying to blame it on other people to save your ass. But the, at the end of the day, this is you because you know what? But my thing with Tamar is that she knew how WeTV was. When she was on Braxton Family Values, you like mm-hmm. this is how they treated you on Braxton Family Values. So for you, if you know this, why would you sign another contract to do your own show with the same production company and the same, um, like the same network? That's my thing. If you knew how they were and how they portrayed you on Braxton Family Values, why would you then sign another contract deal to do, um, Tamar Get Your Life? I that that's what I don't understand. Well, maybe she 
I don't know about Tamar like that, but maybe she was having financial issues. I don't know. Or maybe yeah, because she, maybe, maybe she, but, maybe, you know, since she was already with, with this network, why would she choose, why go somewhere else when you already had something established here? I, I thought that. But then she has another show on VH1 coming out. So. Is it that so hair like, show? Yes. Oh, that one's already oh, out, right? Been, that show's been out already. Oh, it did? Yeah, yeah it's that's been, been out. It. Because uh, I was, I was watching an episode oh, with I my didn't. mom. I didn't know. I didn't know it prepared already. But but that's what I'm saying. It's like okay, so you you ended. Well, I get the Viacom. Well, it's really Viacom. Well, does Viacom produce VTV as well? Because if so, no then idea. it makes sense. Because if Viacom mm. is the same producer for both VH1 and VTV, then it makes sense that you're gonna stay in the same, you know, team. Network. Yeah, team slash right. network. Uh, you said they, maybe they she just own... wanted some more money, and they gave maybe uh they were offering her more money than you know VH1 or something. I have no idea how television stuff like that works, but you know if you if they if Tamar was already on Braxton no. Family Vibe, she wasn't on that. No, no, no. I'm saying um, uh, Viacom doesn't own VTV. Oh. Uh. If she, you if, can't just if be she was, no. Word, because I'm like, wait a minute, was she not on that show? I don't want to be on TV. Because I was just following like, up to the question that Andre asked. <laughs> Got me all like, wait a minute, am I like losing my mind? <laughs> but if she was already on one, one, if she was already on We and established a, a network with them, she probably thought like that's a that's a safety net. Let's just stick with this. Even I, though she okay. got, even though she got a even though she got a side hustle with VH1. I can maybe she gets that. maybe she got maybe she got more money at We than on VH1. I don't know. I can understand. I don't know. I don't follow her stuff. Okay. I don't know her my, original concept. Because remember, sometimes huh? that, that, contest, you, when you sign them, they'd be like, oh, and we're entitled to two other spinoffs after these seasons and stuff like that. Before that you can go that is true, too. That is true, too. Which is why I feel like it's important for all these people out here who want to be like, oh, I want to be on TV. I want to be rich. I want to be a reality star. I want to do this. I want to do that. Um, I hope you know reality TV. They can spin you however they want to spin you, make you look however they want you to look, and that's not who you are. Mm-hmm. Not all money is good money, okay? And I feel and I feel like so so many people are so wrapped up into the reality TV life is that they sign these contracts who like or okay, like um like say somebody was already on reality TV they feel like the only way they're going to stay relevant is if they stay on TV. So they'll sign these contracts so that they're still, so that people still see who they are, whether it's a good reputation or a bad reputation. As long as their face is on TV, they're going to stay relevant. And so many people are caught up in that mindset like, oh no, I can't lose this lifestyle that I already made for myself. And that's the problem. And I feel like that's, like, that has nothing, like, take my situation, that's completely separate. But I feel like Certain uh, reality TV stars these days, that's their main goal. It's like, okay, no, I need to be relevant. I need to keep this lifestyle that I made for myself. So whether I'm good or bad, you're going to see me on TV. And it's like, is it really worth it? Is, it, it? is this life really worth it to you? Like, come on. But that's, that's my thought. Oh, it looks, uh, Andre, it looks like it hung up on Maya, the call. It did? Yeah. Is oh, the engineer shit. still there? Hello? 
Oh, okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, I was like, but yeah. what exactly am I need? What exactly do I need to do? But I agree <laughs> with you, Andre. Um, yeah, a lot of it's the quickest way to fame. I think you know, being yeah. on reality TV, but it comes with a price. I mean, people go exactly. as far as to. People go so far to become viral that it's not really good for mental health. I mean, look at people right. on TikTok. That's true. But you know what was a good example of all money is not good money? Is Monique. You ever see Love and Hip Hop Hollywood? Yes. Yeah. I, liter- I liter- literally do not watch reality TV. I'm sorry. Oh. I do know the okay, person, right. though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Monique. Like Monique, when she first started reality TV, she signed, I think, a five-year contract. So, like, regardless, like, I guess she didn't really read the contract, but like, this show made her out to be like, it broke her mental health to to like when she was having breakdowns on live, everything, this and that and the other, and all she wanted to do was be broken out of her contract, but they would not break her out or whatever. So, like, she like her mental health got so fucked up that. Like, she just, she couldn't take it anymore. So they finally released her out of her contract because I think this was her last season previously. And everybody would sit there and be like, well, if this show is is messing with your mental health, why don't you just leave? And it's like, she can't. She signed a five-year contract. Like, (laughs) she's stuck. So it's like, she can sit and complain about the show, but she's stuck. Yeah, isn't it? It's the same with, like, record companies. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, an artist can uh, have problems within their own record label, and they can't do anything about it because they signed a contract. I think that's what happened to Little Uzi mm-hmm. and also Rihanna. And like Rihanna Kanye has West. like Kanye West. Go ahead. I wasn't gonna say anything. That was that was it. Just those. I mean, when you think about it. As all of these biopics that we have watched have all been explaining how the music industry has and how it takes advantage of its artists. Right. And I, I wouldn't does. doubt that that reality That's, TV is the same, if not more. It's basically right. signing your life away. Right. You're, I don't you're literally like, signing the rights to your life. Right. I don't mean you're to talking about Kanye Huh? Mm-hmm. No, I was I saying, like, with Kanye, he could never retire, but go ahead, Tati. <laughs> I don't mean to no, go ahead. go off topic or anything, but isn't Moniece the father of Little Fizz's child? Yeah. Okay, she's and she's the one that... Oh, sorry, the mother of, Mo- <laughs> of Little Fizz's child. Yeah, she's the mother and of Little Fizz's child. And she's the one that... um. Did the the theme song for America's Next Time Model? She did. Yes, she did. Yeah, she get she get in check still from that. Come I on, think she did the one. Of, I want to be your top. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that was my show. Okay, that's all I want. I just wanted, you know, I was just double checking on that because I literally don't know any of these people. Sometimes I did not know that. I think she uh. I think she made a post about it on Instagram. She was like, I'm still getting checks from America's Next Time Model because of that. Yeah. Come she was on. like, thank you, daddy. I was like, okay. Come on, royalty checks. Where, because that, I think they still use that theme song for their, they uh, be, I want to be on top. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, America's Next Time Model was a really good show. Mm-hmm. Well, up until like cycle anymore. six or seven. After that, it was just like they started changing too much. I was like, okay, America. Like, what? I think their worst season was when they had like the female and male together, and I was like, okay. And then this this last cycle, it was all about like being an Instagram model, not even like being a, a supermodel, being an Instagram model, and it was just like, well, because right, that's the new thing now. 
don't know. Everybody want to be an Instagram model, but what happened to actual runway? Like, what happened to the Naomi Campbells of the world, the Adriana Limas, the Alessandra uh, Brissett? What's her last name? Brissoria? Something like that. Oh, I know you like, know about. I don't know how to pronounce her last name either. <laughs> <laughs> like, everybody want to be a Kendall Jenner. I don't even think like well, you already know I stand for the Kardashians, but I think Kendall she don't even like Kendall. Yeah, she's a beautiful girl, but like as a model, okay, yeah, you have a beautiful face, but you didn't really work for it. You just got pushed into it because like your family pushed you into it. Like like look at like Gigi Hadid. Like yes, her family was like. Her like her fit like they are in the They're model. So she she asked right, but Gigi she worked for her shit. Like she like she literally sat there and worked every single day. She went to every single call. She tried like she even balanced being at the new school in New York and modeling. And then when her modeling took off, she had to drop out. Like Gigi, I mean, she literally put in work to be where she's at today. And that's why whenever you hear like Gigi and Kendall. Gigi's always ahead. Because Gigi actually put in the work for it. Nah, I feel you. Like, not to say that Kendall didn't, like, do anything, but, like, her name itself oh. just got her booking. Let's just say, she, they all kind of rolled off of Kim. They did. They sure do. That's why I said, I need me a sex tape that would make me millions. Tough. She won't be doing that, guys. Don't listen to his craziness. Trust me, to watch me get an OnlyFans real quick. Everybody out here, 22 behind <laughs> their dream houses off of OnlyFans. I'm going to show my feet. Don't worry. <laughs> I, uh, no comments. <laughs> right? People got foot fetishes, okay? Listen, I totally agree that people got foot fetishes. I know somebody that has a foot fetish. I don't talk to them now. Oh. Oh. I know someone who has a foot fetish too. That's a weird. Yeah. I love like having my foot kissed. It's 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 beautiful. I'm I sorry. don't. I don't. I will get off you. <laughs> that is my special reaction. And then kiss my feet, suck my toes. Oh, yeah. Ew. Oh. Anyway, sorry, I'm sorry. Actually, that's all. That's all. I'm topic. actually I'm sorry. BRB. Same time, James. Ooh, like Andre, please don't ever do that again. That's what you know what? No, y'all just haven't y'all just haven't experienced it yet. Okay. I don't want to I don't want to never wanna do that. When you experience it, then you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Y'all know what I'm talking about, America. Y'all know. Let me comment on our Patreon and let us know. No, don't do it. That's our reality <laughs> topic. Let's talk about the hearing bother. The oh, no. no. I Wait, was like... The hearing bother. Oh. Mm. Once again, I, I do not watch reality I know, that's TV. Why I, that's why so I when I saw it... it <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, are you serious? Like, who do you, who do you think was in the wrong? They both were okay. in the wrong. But she okay. provoked him. Mm-hmm. They both were in the wrong. I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened prior to that clipping that you showed me. I have no idea. But from what I saw, it looked like she was provoking him. And he was, mm-hmm. he was trying to say, like, listen, I'm a keep calm. I'm a chit, I'm a chill. And then all of a sudden she said a little bit too much and it threw him over the edge. That's all I'm a, I don't, I don't know what happened to cause all that commotion, but I do agree. So with what happened was when, they were going through an exercise to work on their relationship, right? So she felt like he wasn't listening to her. So she decided to throw a little tantrum, right? So the the exercise involved them shocking each other when they don't listen. So she started throwing a tantrum. He felt like she wasn't listening, so he was shocking her. 
got to the point where she got irritated, and that's when she decided she wanted to pelt him with apples. Then, oh. going into the circle, she's talking about she was really playing up the victim card. Oh, mm. he's enticing me. Oh, it makes me seem like I'm the aggressor. And I think in the back of his head, because that scene was seconds, it was seconds, right? Right after she pelted him is right when they went into the circle. So in his head, he's still thinking about, I just got hit in the face with an apple. And then she played Victor, uh, and then he just snapped. And I was like, okay. Yikes. I got And the I words of Nicki Minaj. Yo, she pelted him I, hard. I got thoughts on this one. Because, okay, so when the preview for this show came out, right, Mm -hmm. they literally only showed him, uh, like, you know, uh, grabbing her, right? And that's the only thing that was put out. And it was like, okay, there's no backstory. So it's like, you're, so it's like, they made it out to be like, okay, he was the aggressor, he's abusing her, this, this, and this. Granted, a man should never put his hands on a woman. Granted. That Granted. should have never happened. Yeah. He should have never done that. However, he spoke, um, when he put out his statement, he was stupid to put it out that early. Because he was, he was pretty much just trying to like, protect his name. And they mm-hmm. never showed the full scene. So after they showed the show, after they showed the full scene, that's when he changed the thing and was like, well, we were, we weren't, um, I wasn't the only one that was, you know, like the aggressive one. The aggressive. But the same, right. But the same he put out before that was like, oh, I never, I never hit you or whatever. And I was like, okay, you spoke too soon because you know what? You're going based off of the, you're going based off the video that they put out. And, that, and they didn't show any backstory to it. And that's my issue with social media. They try to portray people in a, in a light that really isn't the full story as to what happened. Right. So yeah, now, it's just to, and then it's just to get people to, uh, it's just to get people to watch it. Right. And it's like, you can even put out, so it's like, and it, it, it automatically you're going to say, like, if a man puts his hand on a woman, it's that, oh no, he's abusive. But women get off the hook. Nobody sees, like, nobody sees domestic violence towards a man. Like, nobody believes that a man could be abused as well. And, right, and right. I feel like that mindset needs to change. Because everybody's like, oh, well, they're a man. So, like, if a, if a woman were to hit a man, it's fine. Because men can't be abused. No. Get that, get that mindset out. Because that's a bunch of bullshit. Right. Like, it's hard. Right, but that, and then on top of that, they only showed that one scene. What they should have done is explain the entire season because from the minute they walked into that house, she degraded him like no other. She called him the brokest rapper. She, like, she talked about his manlyhood. She talked about his sex. She talked about everything under the sun and degraded him like no tomorrow. And then right when they got up to that scene and, like, he already saw disrespect, and now you're gonna throw apples out his head, and then you're gonna sit there and act like a victim in front of everybody after after everybody just saw what happened. And then once they show you, you want to get on Twitter or no, you want to go to Instagram and you want to sit here and play victim like you didn't do anything. And it's like, who? What makes it okay for you to provoke a man and to throw stuff at him, to degrade him, to do anything under the sun to him? And then when he finally has a reaction, oh, woe is me. And it's like, it, it doesn't work like that. Like, at all. It doesn't work like that. So I feel like she needs to be held accountable just like he needs to be held accountable. I agree. Because I was like, yo, there was absolutely no need for you to do any of that stuff. Because I was like, right. yo, she looks crazy. She really looks crazy. And throwing apples at people that's I feel like that's the equivalent to like spitting in somebody's face like mm-hmm. you gonna throw something throw at something me in general mm-hmm. like that's just that's just disrespectful I mean she tried to make it a joke she tried to make it a joke and, go make some applesauce with it as usual 
there's always a joke at the end of something that serious and it's like no not right now this ain't funny now if he really like hurts us then what is it a joke still no but that's what i'm saying like if he if he were to hurt her everybody would look at him as a bad guy and she would be off the hook and it's like no no that's that's not how this works because you know what even if she did not put her hands on him, she still was emotionally ab- abusive to him. Like, just because somebody's not physical with you doesn't mean that they can't be emotionally abusive. Like, abuse is abuse. Whether it's through words, whether it's through touch, whether it's through manipulation, whatever. Abuse is abuse. And it, it's not, it's not one-sided. It's not one gender. Like, women can, and I've seen it plenty of times, women can be, can be abusive as well. But but they get a pass just because they're a female. Yeah, and look what happened to um same thing that happened to Bow Wow. Bow Wow mm-hmm. had Bow Wow mm-hmm. had some altercation with his girlfriend, and everybody laughed at him because she scratched him up. And right. I don't think I don't think there was any visible marks on her in her mugshot. But the fact that he was the one that looked messed up kind of made everybody think, oh, haha, this is a funny thing. Like, he got beat up by a girl. and Exactly. It's it's, it's still not cool. <laughs> I don't know what happened exactly. between Bob and his girl, but it doesn't need, there is no need to, like, make light of the situation. Right. Because it's still abuse. It is. Domestic violence is just not cool in general. Like, it's not funny. It's that, period. <laughs> period. It was like, never that's, funny. That's the thing. And, that's what, and I think that's what people need to understand. It's like, whether it's a man or a woman, like, it's it's not okay. Like, people, like, and people make jokes about domestic violence so many, like, I've seen so many videos, so many skits, like, that is making light of domestic violence and it's not okay. Like yelling at yelling in somebody's face is not okay. Spitting on somebody is not okay. Telling uh telling somebody or uh, um or like making joke of somebody's insecurities is not okay. Putting your hands on somebody, that is not okay. But people make light of it so many times and it's like and then you also like if you see a skit, you'll see like those be like, oh I'm a like then say, oh you lucky I don't beat your ass right now. Where is that funny? Because I ain't laughing. <laughs> like, make that make sense to me. But uh, I've seen a lot of, like, people just make light of it. And it's just like, no, it's not okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're That's my story. Megan getting shot was never funny. Like, that girl that literally don't... does nothing. That girl was literally minding her business. And she and gets the shot. Like, imagine if she didn't get shot in her foot. Imagine if she literally died. Imagine if that that couple on marriage boot camp, like Brody, looked like he was literally about to kill her or something. Oh, like, he was ready. He looked like I don't. He didn't see nothing but red. But a lot of people also didn't know the men that were there. A lot of people didn't Everybody saw that. Everybody saw that. They were like, they did nothing. But that's what I don't... I don't know. But you see, that's a double standard, though. That's a double standard. I don't know. I don't don't know what goes on on that show. But if they... if, If you see this happening... Is it isn't it safe to be like, yo, y'all need to relax, y'all need to chill? Is that not That's possible on the show? That's usually what happens. <laughs> this is what, like, you This is the first time that some that a man has ever put their hands on a woman during the show. But, but what I don't understand is like, okay, like we have like you see the video on social media, right? They're like, oh, the men, the men never stopped him, right? Well, when she was throwing mm-hmm. apples at him, when she was degrading him, why didn't nobody stop her? 
Right. And that's the, and that's what I don't understand. It's like everybody's giving her a pass to do what she does because she's a woman, but because he finally retaliated and he was sick of it at that point, oh, why didn't the men stand up? Why didn't the men protect her? Okay, well, why couldn't they protect him when she was doing that to him? When she threw the apples at him, nobody told her, like, nah, chill out. Why would you do that? Nobody confronted her about it and was like, nah, that was wrong. Right. Like, no, nobody did that. Everybody gave her a pass. It was like, okay, it's just some apples. But now when he now when he's upset, he just got disrespected and he must and now he's gonna retaliate. Oh, everybody should have protected her. Everybody should have stopped him. Nobody stood up and it's like that's a double standard. Like you see the wrong in what he does, but you don't see the wrong in what she did. And that's that's a bunch of bull. Very true. Very true. Yeah. America, y'all may not agree with me, but that's just my thought. <laughs> Yeah, and one more thing, like one more thing, like why, why apples? Why anything for that? The, like the hardest fruit in America. Apples. You gonna throw and why apples? And and everybody was like, everybody's like, oh yeah, it's just apples. Like that's that's totally no, that shit is hard as hell. That's <laughs> I was watching it and I was like, are y'all serious? Fiance. So wait, I'm, okay. 
The show was a scam, okay? They ran they ran out of <laughs> married couple. They ran out of married couple. Right. The so they need to start it off. Right. It's off with married couple. <laughs> because I'm like, oh. oh, they must be married. But it even if they're if they're boyfriend and girlfriend for a certain amount of time, they they should know what gets what ticks them off. So to prevent no, that from know? happening, then it needs to be like a we got a chance. That's it. You know, I may be wrong, but I feel like this goes back into what I was saying before, where people they will act a damn fool on reality TV just so that they stay relevant. I honestly think. She played up that whole situation so that she can have a moment on reality TV that will be forever remembered. Right, but I don't think that she was yoked out. I could be, I could be I, wrong, but I feel like she, she did play it up for the cameras. Just because oh, cameras were there, she, she did extra. Yeah, but definitely, but I don't believe she was, she was um, expecting to get yoked up like that though. Exactly. Nah. That's where it went left. That's where it went left. Nah. She was like, oh, I nah. think she was I'm expecting a- it to be a normal thing, and she was gonna yep. get away with saying whatever she was gonna yep. say, and he was just gonna sit yep. there and take it. Exactly. But I feel, I feel she was like, I oh, feel, I'm a woman. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> I agree ahead, with both of y'all. I agree with both of y'all. However, at a certain point. The other person is gonna get too hot and is really gonna lash out, and that's exactly, no, that's exactly what I don't happened. think she expected it. She did she not expect it. Exactly. She really thought she really thought she was if invincible. She, if, she was like, "Oh no, he can't put his hands on me. He's not gonna do it on national TV or whatever." So you see, like, "Oh, I could disrespect him. I could do this and that, and he's not gonna retaliate." Bitch, you thought okay. <laughs> if, right. if Brody, if if Brody was dealing with emotional abuse from her for a very long time, this pushed him over the edge. So mm-hmm. I I don't know why she would think that. Like she yeah. threw apples at him and then she yelled at him too. Being and him. I feel I feel like I feel like Brody Brody was Brody just was literally ready to was really uh, was ready to you know fight her. But you know what I thought sent it over the edge. I think it was the fact that she disrespected him in front of everybody. It's not like it was a one on one. I think it was like a one on one thing. It'd be like you know what, I'm gonna let you fly. But now you trying to belittle me. You trying to disrespect me in front of all these people. For, so that you could get some camera time, and now that's what I'm not talking. And I think that's I think that's where it came in because it's like it's not like this was like a one on one thing. You're disrespecting me and belittling me in front of everybody, and I'm like, but was you, she not? Like, if you expect to do that to a man? Was she know, not doing that uh, from the get go? Yeah, yeah, no, and I think that's why it built up because it's like the minute they got into the house. She straight up was disrespecting. She was calling him a broke rapper and all of that. She, you no, know, she even called. She said he's the brokest rapper that I've ever um met or whatever. And it's like you're doing this for what? Like, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like she's saying it for ten. So it's like when you when you disrespect somebody over and over consistently in front of everybody, they're going to have a breaking point because it's like you're not about to do this. You're not about to play me in front of all these people and make it seem like I'm beneath you or that I'm this type of person when I'm not. But that's I what they people people do anything for a check. They surely do. They surely do. Yeah. That was that was crazy. I still don't like the way Troy Shorty was to homeboy. I don't. I didn't. I don't watch the show, but seeing how she was acting, I was like, "This is highly ghetto." Um, yep. And I, I, I no, I can't look at this anymore. <laughs> All right, let's talk about this last topic before we have to sign off. Um, this is Tati. I don't know what this is. Every UP, oh, the every show, the UPN shows that are going on Netflix. Oh, yeah, yes, all of us. Oh, no, I don't think it's not all of us. Netflix, no, all I of us, one-on-one, um, 
girlfriends, half and half. half, and half. Yep. Half. Ooh. Mm. Yo, half and half had the best. Well, no, well, half and half and one on one had the best theme songs ever. Uh, ever. Ah, but yeah. Okay, I can agree with that. I have personal favorites of mine, but you know, which one's your personal favorite? Um, probably Moesha. Oh, to the eight to the eight to the. I also like um I also like the Parkers. The Parkers was literally my favorite show growing up. Okay. And the Parkers, you know, or one on or um the Parkers or Moesha. I didn't get into Moesha like right away. I was watching it because my sister was older and she watched it because mm. of Brandy. So I really Not didn't. Rock. I'm now. I be forgetting you got a sister it. sometimes. I be forgetting Tati has. Children. I know. I be thinking she's the only child. <laughs> The only reason well, I know Tati has siblings is because she said she has a, you have a niece and a nephew, I believe. I have three nieces and one nephew. Yeah. Cause you're, cause I remember, I always, you always like, okay, like, like I see you with your nephew and I see you with something like that, so I know you have siblings. Yeah. Cause they ain't my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Tati like, I'm, I'm not about that life right now. Okay. But no. But, um, but back on topic, I'm really excited that they finally put like these iconic black shows, black shows on Netflix. Yes. Now we have like, black Disney shows. Disney long overdue. Where, cause Netflix be, I don't know what they be doing, but stop putting Netflix originals. Stop. Yes. Ma'am. Oh my Ma'am, God. I kind of like some of those. I, I oh, like them. Oh no. Okay. I like them too. But at the end of the day, they gotta stop doing them. Sometimes you don't wanna watch them. Some of them are trash. We need black shows. I think it's called, I think it's called Eight Cents. That is trash. Um, well, national, no, the first two episodes were good. Um, oh, you mean Eight Seconds? Everybody likes, oh, no, it, no, it's like, it's like, it's like Eight Cents. It's like, yeah, they're all like it's like they're all in different areas of the world. Like one person's in Tokyo, one person's in New Zealand, and all that stuff. And they all have powers, and, and they're all connected through the mind, something like that. They definitely, they <clears throat> def- Netflix is very like a super uh, hero, like actiony type of like network. Mm-hmm. Don't get me I don't wrong, know how I like Netflix. Into Ozark. I don't know how everybody's into I Ozark. Ozark that. is not that good to me. <laughs> I don't want that. But black shows, we need it. Like, oh, I love it. We need it. Right, girlfriends, sign up. Mm. I like my girlfriends. It's time to sign off. All right. Just so y'all know, I'm Maya from Girlfriends. Okay. I would like. I'm Tracy. Yeah. You are not Joan. You are not Joan. So who am I? So who it, am I? Tati, I feel like you're more like a, mm, you are not Joan though. You're either a Lynn or a Tony, but you are not Joan. Maya's a Joan. Cause, you yeah. know what? My, I'll say Lynn. Maya's a Joan. You either Lynn or Tony. No, yeah, you're a Lynn. Mm-hmm. I be, yeah. You're like a free spirit. I don't I'll see it. free spirit, but. All right. You are free. Well, I'm not, not free. Yeah, no. That's a, that's <laughs> that's very no, Tati is like a, no, Tati is like a free spirit because like, you know, she's into the arts just like Lynn and all of that. So yeah, you a Lynn. So Maya's okay, definitely yeah, Joan. And I'm, and I'm a Maya. I feel like the way you're stating it feels more like an insult than a compliment, so we just want to It's not it. an insult. It is not an insult. <laughs> you're just the donor of the group. Like, you're like, you're like the, not mature one, but you're like the, okay, I know what I, like, I know what I want, but I'm also very reserved at the same time. Like, you get uncomfortable with certain conversations and stuff. So that's why you're the Joan. I'm good. Okay. And on that note, guys, Follow me at I am underscore Maya Ali. 
follow our podcast Instagram, Oh We're Gonna Talk. Also, follow me on YouTube. Andre? Oh. Um, Wait, my I forgot that's the thing. It's the Maya experience, but you can just type in my name. Okay. And y'all can follow me if y'all want to see more of me at uh, official underscore Drizzy Dre. Um, you can look at my blog post. I post every Friday at DreTalks.com. If you're in your 20s, I just posted something for us, so, so go check it out. And yeah, that's it. Um, optional, follow me on she's so unusual underscore at on Instagram. I have no YouTube because I don't I don't deal with that sort of thing. Yeah. So that's my never. She doesn't have a thing. We're gonna get her more out of her out of her comfort side, guys. Or stay tuned. It'll never no. Don't listen to Never say never. I've already got you this far, so on that note, we're out. Peace. Bye y'all.